Okay, Merav Rabbi Isai. And we're up to here in the middle of Perek Dalad, the beginning of Perek Dalad, which, going through the first area of Bitochen, Chavis tells us the area of the Gufra Adam, his, his life, his health, his Parnassah, etc. So he says, really, everything is predetermined. And what's going to be, what's going to happen, it was already Nigzar Min HaShamayim, and therefore the Bitochen on Hashem for these things, in terms of, how, will he be healthy? He has to have Bitochen, then Hashem will take care of it. And how long will he live? Just like his lifespan, he knows, is not in his control, how long he's going to live. So too, whether he'll be healthy when he gets sick, is not in his control, just do the necessary ishtadlis that he needs to, so too it is with his parnosa as well. However, he says, but even with this clarity of understanding of Amuna, that all of these matters are given over to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has decreed. And what Hashem has chosen for him is That's a tremendous line here, by the way. If it becomes clear to a person, and it has to be totally accurate to the person, that all of his matters here are given over to Hashem, and that Hashem's choices here is is the best choice for this person. Even so, he still has to go look after to the various streams of benefits, the various avenues of benefits that could bring him the Parnosa. And, and he should choose what seems most appropriate and best in his mind what would work for him. As we explained, has to work with his physical makeup, it has to work with what he likes doing, and he has to choose that. So when he's even so, even though all of this is predetermined, and Hashem has decided what's best, the person still has to put in the effort to choose what he would seem best for his purpose, and then and that's the way it works. We put in our effort, we put in what seems most appropriate to us, the best choices we can make. We try to make the best choices, and then we understand that the outcome is and then the outcome is what Hashem has already previously decreed. In other words, it's, it's not even, if we look at it in these terms, it's like, well, oh, wow, I put in a good effort, I think, I think my effort paid off. And we say to the person, now you have it paid off. The, 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 the result was already predetermined. The result was already mapped out. It was already signed and sealed by Hashem. You just have to put your ishtadlis because you have to go through the motions. You have to put in your time. You have to, it's exera. You have to put in your tzaknas. But what you end up getting, Hashem already decided what it's going to be. And that has to be understood. And the proof of this is that we have to put in Ishtadlis, even though all of it has been predetermined. It's almost in a sense like you, you sometimes someone with such a great amuna, you could see I feel so silly like going through the motions of, of working and doing things where I'm not really doing anything here. So why do I have to do that? The Hadoimala Zen example of this is Ki Every person, 
Aval Bishikitsai, Umidas Yomov, even though his designated time. Kshurim Bixeras Abaris Borach, even though certainly the amount of time he has in this world is Kshurim Bixeras is tied, inextricably tied to what Hashem has decreed. But still, he certainly has to go after the necessary means of sustaining himself with food and drink, and clothing himself to protect himself in the elements, and having a house to live in, according to what his needs are. He can't just leave it up on Hashem to Hashem, she had to say, well, well, if Hashem decided I'm going to live X amount of years, so then I'm going to stay with my neshama in my goof. Why do I have to eat? If Hashem decided that I'm going to live 87 years, let's say, so then why do I have to eat? Hashem says I'm going to live 87 years. What do I have to eat? Obviously, I'm going to live 87 years even if I don't eat. That's obviously foolish. Or a person will say, I'm not going to go look for my livelihood. Right? I'm not going to exert any effort. Why? Because the Gemara tells us, It's all determined how much a person will make. So why do I have to put in any effort? But that's not the case. So to a person is not allowed to leave to go into dangerous places or situations. With his reliance, listen, nothing could harm me, no one could do anything to me unless it's decreed by Hashem. So why do I have to wait by the red light when I want to get to shul? No one can hit me unless it's determined by Hashem. And if it's determined by Hashem, then even if I stop at the red light, the person will hit me if it's determined by Hashem. So that's it. I'll drive with my eyes closed. And if I'm supposed to get to shul, I get to shul. Yeah? Right? He can't say that. Right? That's also to say, He'll eat poison. He'll drink poison. In other words, he'll drink things that he thinks which are unhealthy for him. And, well, listen, if Hashem had determined I should be alive for a certain amount of time, nothing can happen. You know what? I'll go uh, have a, a bucket list of thrills in life and I'll go fight with the lions and go bullfighting or go bungee jumping off the Grand Canyon or some other crazy feat. Means without, a, without it being forced on him. In other words, if a person is forced, like David Amelech was forced by challenging a lion, so he did it and he won. Shimshanagiba, the same thing. But to bring that up on a person himself, that's that's awesome. That he can't do. But if a person is thrown into that situation, indeed, if he's thrown into the situation, even of Sakona, he's allowed to be talking over there. That's why the Chavisavav without being pushed into it. In other words, without being pushed into it, then a person has no right to put himself in a Mokham Sakana, no right to drink poison, no right to just eat things that will be unhealthy for him, <coughs> no right to say, I don't have to do anything, I don't have to bother eating, <coughs> and it will all come anyway. 
He can't do that. That's clear. And uh, you see, sometimes a person could be so warped in his mind that from his decision to say, you know what, I'll just test out Hashem. Hashem, if, if I'm really supposed to live a certain amount of time, Hashem will make me live. Not only that, He'll be me even more daring. You know what, I'll do these dangerous feats or I'll drink poison and let's see if Hashem, His Gzeira comes true. Obviously a person can do that. As the Chavazvobah says, you can't test out Hashem. Hashem, uh, uh, a, Hashem expects of every person to go through life living with the necessary precautions, living within the world of Teva in terms of what we have to do to take care of ourselves. And as he goes through this list, jump out into an ocean, jump through fire, or things similar to this. Something that a person is certainly not secure in and not confident that he'll get out alive. And that will be considered, he's putting himself in danger. And all of this is understood that this person may try to think, well, listen, if Hashem controls everything, so I'll jump off a bridge. And if I'm supposed to live, Hashem will save me. So the Chavos says clearly, we have to understand how that works. How does that work if a person says, I want to jump off a bridge, and let's see if Hashem saves me. Well, if I don't get saved, so then I wasn't supposed to live anyway. And if I'm supposed to live, so Hashem will save me. It's not such a, it's not just a stupid question, you know? Truth is, if you think about it, what's the answer to that? What is the answer to that? He's really saying here, number one, the Torah warned against that. You can't test out Hashem. Don't test out Hashem by saying, let's see if Hashem will provide for me, even if I don't provide for myself. We're not allowed to do that. So once the Torah already said you're not allowed to do that, you're not allowed to test out Hashem, even though it's predetermined, even though Hashem is decreeing everything, therefore you're not allowed to do it because I'm not Aveira. But more than that, do you know what the other answer the first answer is simple. The first answer is because you're not allowed to test on Hashem. The second answer is, what if a person jumps off a bridge and he says, like we're saying now, either I'm supposed to live so nothing will happen, or I wasn't supposed to live anyway, so what's the difference? Says One of two things is going to happen when he jumps off that bridge. I'm giving the example of jumping off the bridge, and we gave before the example of fighting with a lion, going in, uh, in uh, jumping in an ocean, putting himself in Sakona. One of two possibilities will happen. One of two outcomes. Oisha Yamus, either he's going to die, but he's going to be guilty of killing himself. Fascinating way of looking at this. If a person puts himself in and he dies, that's one possibility of the of the end result. He's considered like he killed somebody. Person thinks, listen, you know, it's my life, I can do whatever I want. It's my body, I can do whatever I want with it. Not true. The terror warns against it. And the terror says, Loi Sirzach. We always think Lois somebody else. No, Lois Sirzach and the person himself. 
it will be considered as if he killed somebody else. When Reuven kills Reuven, it's as if Reuven killed Shimon. It's worse, as you'll say. Certainly, here's what's happening in slow motion. The person jumps off the bridge, and at that moment, Hashem in Shemayim takes out his file and says, let's see, Beryl ben Shmerel, does he have enough schusim to save himself, to save, for us to save his life in some miraculous way? And it's, should I send right now a, a cruise liner that has a netting set up as it is on the, on the uh, roof of the boat and it'll just land over there? Should I make that happen? Hashem says, does he have enough schusim for that to happen? Well, if he does, he just detracted a lot of his chusim. That's what the Gemara says in Shabbos Lamed Beis. A person should never put himself in Sakana. Why? Shema loy nasi A miracle may not happen because he didn't have enough chusim. And they are now deducting from his bank account of schuyos. So one of two things that happen. Either he's going to die because he didn't have enough chusim, or they decide, you know what? This guy decided to test Hashem. We are now going to decide Misa. And you know why he's dying, this guy? Not because he threw himself off the bridge. He's dying because they decreed at that moment in Shamayim that he should die. That's the way it has to be understood. Everything is decreed. No different than if Ruvain decides to hurt Shimon. Even if Ruvain decides to hurt Ruvain himself, it has to be decreed by Shamayim. A person is not allowed to kill anybody in any form. Could be meaning he's killing his own previous Gilgal. Doesn't say It says Is a general Isser. Don't kill even yourself. Not only that, the closer that a person is to the victim, his punishment is even worse. Why? He was being chased by the sword of his brother, and his compassion became corrupt. It's an amazing thing. Mashkiach points out here like this. Ultimately, why a person would take his own life is not merely because of depression. Certainly anybody who is suicidal obviously has mental issues. Obviously it could be from a terrible depression, financial stress, etc. The person has come to a such a low in terms of his, his uh, life and his depression that he could do that. But the bottom line is that if a person had midas, he would not be able to kill anybody, even himself. And what the Chavis of is bringing is that ultimately, it's because his Midas are corrupt, because his Midas are Mushchais, she hates Rachmov. He has corrupted his compassion, that he's able to kill his own brother, that he's able to kill himself. Certainly depression is what brought the emotional push to, to do this. But how can he do that? It's only because he's bereft of any compassion over a human being. And that's what brought him to it. And therefore, the closer the person is to his victim, whether it's his brother or whether it's himself, the oinish is much worse. 
he gets an oinish for killing himself. Mimnei, what's the marshal? The marshal is this person is supposed to stay in at this post for a certain amount of time. Don't leave this post until we send the messenger for you. Don't leave this post. He sees the messenger is delayed. He leaves the place before the messenger comes. The courts of so the the king gets angry at him. Why'd you leave? I told you not to go before the time. Venishu Oinesh Godel. And therefore he gets punished a big punishment. So too the person who takes away his life before the determined time that Hashem took away his life, doing it on his own? Right now Hashem decreed that he should be killed. But he decided that he wants to take his life. It's like the Ever who says, I'm gonna leave before the determined time. And therefore he gets an Einish, as Chavazavavah says. We'll have to hold it here and we'll see Mitzvah next time. An example of this in Tanakh. And this is one possible outcome that he'll die. And then we'll see the other possible outcome as well. Agut Tanakh, Agut Shabbos.